welcome back to All Day Tea Party. My name is Sonobia Goodman. I'm your host, and here we're going to figure life out together, ask the big questions, and learn more about ourselves, all while making sure not to take ourselves too seriously in the process. All right, so we're back and we're better. I honestly like had a little sabbatical. Like I gave myself a little February break and didn't tell anybody and did not inform the people. I low-key was giving like my Taylor Swift reputation era. Like I think this is giving reputation era. I'm being so honest with you guys. And honestly, if I think about my life, I'm like, yeah, I might be like in my reputation era, which is like a fun era to be. But anyways, let's hop right to it. So sorry about the sabbatical and no communicating. Oops, we won't. Okay, I was going to say we won't do that again, but I actually cannot promise that. So we might do it again. But you know, whatever. We're back. We're better. And I'm really excited about today's episode. All right. So weekly updates. What has been going? So it's been, I want to say two or three weeks. So what have I been up to? I've honestly been in my like self-care era like I do yoga now guys as of like three days but I do yoga now so I'm like so zen um but I just been in my self-care era like lots and lots of that lots of planning organizing kind of preparing for the future like you know applying to grad school like all that stuff like I'm very much like focused on what I have coming up next so I have very little time for anything else (laughs) I also, like, you guys should all be so proud of me. I finally booked my appointment for my optometrist, so I'm going to be going to the optometrist soon. But, like, they, the earliest appointment they had available was March 16th, so I have to wait almost a month. But that's okay because I was smart and didn't wait until my contacts were completely gone to make remake my appointment. So look at me go. Being an adult, I also went to the dentist, which I think is such a sleigh. I was really procrastinating that one, but I did it. So we're here. We're doing great. Everything's fine. We're mainly just like in a little bit of a season of focus. And I feel like that's kind of how I've felt like all 2024 so far is like, we're just focusing and I'm kind of hoping like spring and like summer are coming and that's going to kind of change the vibe and it's going to be more fun, flirty, funky, fresh, cool. But right now, like we're really just like, you know, we're in our focus area, focus era, like we're locked in. So that's that. Okay, so first up, let's just get into a reality TV update. As y'all have known by now, I am obsessed with reality TV. I'm always in the mix. I'm in everybody's business. So this like last couple of weeks have been very overwhelming for me because we have The Bachelor, Vanderpump Fools, Love is Blind, Couple to Thruple, which is another one I just discovered and we'll talk about that. So I'm like literally scrambling to catch up on my shows before I see any spoilers on like TikTok or Twitter or anything like that. So let me talk about my opinions thus far because I am all caught up um okay so the bachelor i am caught up as of february 20th so if you did not watch monday's episode that came out february 19th skip okay so first of all i am team maria all day jealousy is a disease those women need to get well soon i love maria i think she is like so fun so spunky like she just has a great personality like she is the life of the party she does give this man a run for his money like you know what i mean like she's entertaining she's feisty she's fun and like all her outfits eat like i love maria i thought the way that the girls in the house were treating her was really weird and like I said it's just it's totally giving jealousy um I also really like 
Daisy as well. Um, I see a lot of people on TikTok being like, it's going to be the two of them. And like, you know, a guy like Joey needs somebody like Daisy. And I'm like, shut up. Like, what are you guys even talking about? And also, like, we don't really know these women. One, their personalities are very clearly like very different. And that's okay. Like, I think they're both like amazing. And at the end of the day, we'll just watch the season play out. Like, I don't need a think piece on who we think he's going to pick based off of whatever assumptions we've created in our head about like, oh, well, this is the nice sweet Midwestern girl. And then this is like the feisty girl. Like, I, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't need a think piece. Sorry. Moving right along. Um, we have love is blind. Whoo, Chile. <laughs> Y'all, this is a mess. I feel like love is blind. Like after season one, we're like, Cameron and Lauren like actually found love the show like has fallen apart and I think that now the producers are just leaning into mess like that's all it is I don't even think it's about love anymore so we're gonna go couple through couple I'm gonna make this quick and we're gonna get right to it so we're gonna start with Clay and AD I I did a little pause because I'm like pouring one out for my girl AD because Clay is literally when I heard (laughs) when I heard that man talk I was like that is a man that's just gonna that's a man that's gonna ruin your life like I know it like I just felt it in my soul and his whole like oh well like I want to know what you look like before I get out of the pods like excuse me like that defeats the whole purpose of the experiment as well as when they were like at their honeymoon and they were chit-chatting and he was like yeah like if you got a shape I'd tell you to go to the gym and I'm like I'm not sure I like you, but he's also like very like suave and like charismatic. So like I see the appeal, like, you know, I I definitely get the appeal. It appears that like AD enjoys men that are red flags. So I get it. I see the appeal says like this is a safe space, like you're good. But and like Clay, like I said, Clay just like he gives like very large ego. Like I don't know what about him screamed like I'm going to be a good husband. But you know what? We'll see how it plays out. I want to talk specifically about AD. I think she's amazing. I think she's groundbreaking. And something I noticed that I thought was really weird was like the apparent like sexualization between like her and the other like the other castmates sexualizing her. So I'm just going to like note like one thing in particular. So when they were at the beach, like on the little cocktail party, meet and greet, whatever. Um, one of the like other men, I think it's is this is Jimmy or Johnny. I don't know. There's a Jimmy, Johnny, and then there's another one. Like all J names, all like generic white men. So I might like mix them up, but whatever. So one of them, this is the one that's with Chelsea, the one that the lady that looks like Megan Fox. Um, but she he's talking about like how her butt looks so good and like you know it's like a bookshelf and like whatever and I'm like that's fine but like why are like you know what I mean I was like why are we talking about this like and AD wasn't doing anything crazy she was just like standing there in her little dress like you know what I mean and I thought like the the sexualization was weird I just it made me uncomfortable but we'll see how it goes so that's AD and Clay next we have Kenneth and I can't remember her name, but like very sweet Southern lady. I think they're very cute. I do think that like, so at a point 80, because Kenneth is white and sorry, no, Kenneth is black and his fiance is white. And at a point AD was like, oh, BT Dobbs, like, do you think that like, you know, you've never dated a white woman before? Like, do you think that like she could raise black children because like their kids would obviously be black and I was like valid question such a good question like you know what I mean I think like in the real world like before people 
had gotten engaged. I think that's a question that like all interracial couples would be posing. But I saw people on TikTok being like, that was invasive. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it was like personally, the only people I saw disagreeing with that were white. So I don't really take their opinions into account when it comes to black children. Next up. We have Chelsea and either Johnny or Jimmy. I literally can't remember his name. Well, we're going to talk about Jessica first. I love Jessica. Her EpiPen line, that cinema, cinema, literally cinema. Loved her. Um, I feel bad for Chelsea because she clearly seems to be like a little insecure. And it makes sense. Like she talks about how she's been cheated on in the past and like all this other stuff. And Johnny or Jimmy, I don't know which one isn't exactly that like reassuring like you know when they had first met like well not when they had you know he mentioned when they had first met he mentioned she did not look like Megan Fox in her confessional and he also which like okay let's talk about that because I don't think she looks identical to Megan Fox but if you really look at her and you look at Megan Fox before she got any work done I see a resemblance I wouldn't go as far as to be like she looks like Megan Fox but I would say there is a resemblance in their facial structure. Sorry. Like, I think she low-key does kind of look like Megan Fox. And I feel like the internet clouding her is not very nice. But anyways, and Jimmy was like, oh, and she was like, did you think I was pretty or something like that? What would you think about me, like, looks-wise? And he was like, you had nice teeth. I would have called 911 because you're telling me I had nice teeth, and then you're talking about another woman that we were all friends with and talking about how she has a great body. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So I don't foresee this going well. Um, I see him meeting Jessica in the real world and it like kind of turning into a mess. And then there's Laura and what's his face. I don't really like Laura. She just she has bad vibes next. And then we have Little Miss Conservative, who I would like to know where she was January 6th and the other guy. Um, Not much to know. The only thing I really clocked is that she's a conservative. I didn't really gather anything else from her all right that's love is blind I sped through that because we have two other shows to get through that I've been watching next up we have Vanderpump Rules okay I'm gonna say something and I know the show is was filmed about three months after Scandal happened so everything that they're talking about like that we're seeing like it's really new and they're Um, you know, it's really new to them. It makes sense why they're acting the way they are. I think the problem with this season of Vanderpump Rules is one, Tom Sandoval is annoying as shit. Two, Raquel isn't there. So I feel like that just like makes things a little weird. And three, I feel like everything I'm hearing and seeing I've already heard. And that's because every single person on the cast went and got a check from a miscellaneous podcast they were either hosting or they were on. So I feel like everything that's being said and all of the actions and just the way they're behaving, I already know this because none of y'all kept your mouth shut all summer and y'all were yip yapping on podcasts. So now I like I'm bored. Like I feel very bored. And I granted I'm only I think we're only three episodes into the season. So there may be a bombshell. But I'm just like, this is boring. This is not entertaining. Like, I feel as if I've seen everything I need to see. And I can just go back and listen to whatever podcast Sheena was on this past summer. Or any of them, actually. Like, I th- I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure all of them actually had some sort of podcast appearance. So I'm just like, how is this interesting anymore? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of like, nah. like, I'm going to keep watching. Like, don't get me wrong. I will keep watching. I'm just a little bored with Vanderpump Rules right now. Um, 
because I feel like I know everything I need to know. But I'm going to I'm going to hold out. You know, I'm not I'm not going to judge too quickly. But I think if by like episode seven, I'm not like we're not moving and grooving. I'm done. Okay, next we have Couple to Thruple. So one of my coworkers actually told me about this show, and it's on Peacock, and it is literally Couple to Thruple. So it's these couples, like, they go and, you know, they're on a little island with a bunch of singles, and their intention is to turn their couple into a thruple. And it's mess. It is quite mess. The entire, I'm just like, who comes up with these show ideas? I still have a lot to catch up on, but I'm just like, I think I'm four episodes in and I'm like, whew, like this just is, this also just like does not seem like a good idea. Like, you know, those reality TV shows that you're like, this just doesn't seem like a good idea. I also feel this way about the ultimatum. For those of you who don't know what the ultimatum is, it's a Netflix show. It's like couples, like one is giving the ultimatum, the other isn't. And like the other wants to get, sorry, one wants to get married, the other doesn't. And so the one that wanted to get married gave the ultimatum. And it's basically like for four weeks, you like date somebody else from the other couples and like see what that's like. And then you go back and date your original partner for four weeks. And at the end, you have to decide if you want to get married. Again, another TV show that's like just a bad idea. Like, I don't know how you can come out of this with any sort of stability. But um, that's that reality TV wise, pop culture wise, um, not much is interesting, not much is piquing my interest at all, really. There was the Grammys, there was the Super Bowl, did not surprise me that the Chiefs won, slight eye roll. Um, yeah, like nothing is really clicking for me. Um, so there's nothing to report on. Let's get right into the episode. Okay, so I'm actually really excited for this episode. This episode is a part three to the Just Like Magic question mark question mark series that I've been doing. So let's so to recap, first episode was about like manifesting and goal setting in general. Second was about New Year's resolution. So part two was about like New Year's resolution, stuff like that. Part three. So the part we're doing today is about blocking your blessings and blocking your own manifestations like you doing it. I'm not just talking about like other people potentially blocking your manifestations, which we'll go into, but just like habits and things that we may subconsciously do that may block our blessings. And what kind of like convinced me to do this is like sometimes like I catch myself doing it even to myself. And I know it doesn't make and obviously it doesn't make sense. It's like, why would you want to block your blessings? But it's like, I think there's a lot of like subconscious beliefs that we hold about ourselves that need to be unpacked and we should be doing that. But let's get right into the episode. So I'm going to break it down for you guys. I'm going to do basically explaining a little bit more about like what blocking your um, manifestations is, like how that may manifest, like in how you feel from your day to day, examples of how you're blocking it, ways to unblock yourself, and then kind of being like, all right, now what? Like, what's next? And then we're going to conclude and get up out of here. I don't have an I'm rattled this week. So after the episode, we're just concluding. But believe me, I will find things to be rattled about this week. So do not worry. Let's get right into it. Okay, so step one, what I mean when I say like blocking your manifestations, and I I don't mean simple self-destruction, like I think that's a whole other thing and like a whole other thing that needs to be discussed that I may not even have the qualifications to discuss, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the idea of like getting so close to your goals and like 
you know, being halfway to the finish line and turning around and like those subconscious beliefs of like, I'm not enough. I don't deserve this stuff like that. Like that is how you're blocking your manifestations. I'm not talking about like, you know, roadblocks in your life and your upbringing or anything like that. I'm talking about basically unpacking subconscious beliefs, which I think we obviously all hold them, whether they are negative or positive, And we all, I think they show up in our behavior and our relationships and how we treat others and more most importantly and in this instance how we treat ourselves sorry the, like I said I kind of described this as getting halfway to the finish line and then choosing to stop and I think that there's a lot of reasons we can do that and I think that can you know it's just overall feelings of being discouraged and stuff like that and I think this manifests specifically for me like in just like feelings of hopelessness and if you've heard me complain about it I'm like just having feelings of existential dread 24 <laughs> 7 like you know that's how like when I feel as if there's a blockage in my life like that is how it may manifest for me and I think that obviously like other people can relate to that as well and it's just something that like needs to be talked about <laughs> I also think like for me especially like this manifests in like a sort of confusion because it's like what am I not getting? What am I not doing right? What's happening here? Like why am I not good enough? Like you know all of those things and like all of those thoughts and like things you instill in your own head like they make you like go question mark question mark question mark because it's like cognitively I know that like I'm right there like blessings are coming like all this other stuff but emotionally like there like I said there just appears to be like a blockage. So and I think like sometimes when I feel as if like the world or like the universe is blocking me or like I'm not exactly like seeing the like you know the little lesson I'm supposed to learn or anything like that I start to subconsciously just be like you know what I'm throwing up my hands I can't do this I'm creatively stuck I'm whatever 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 like you know leaning into bad habits stuff like that so here are some examples of like ways that you could be potentially doing this and like manifesting I'm sorry, blocking your own manifestations and like all of the good things that number one, you deserve and number two are most hun and number one that you deserve and number two are 100,000, 50 million percent happening for you. So one way is procrastination and it's the, oh, knowing like, oh, I should do this at this time or I should do this so I can like I know this is just an example of like I can do this so that I can get to bed early and like, you know, reach this goal or whatever, whatever, and not doing it and just like putting it off until later, putting it off until later. That's not saying and I'm going to I'm going to caveat and say that I also don't believe in like productivity 24 seven hustle culture like that. No, that is that is this is not a safe space for that. However, I do believe in the idea of goal setting and taking your time and like setting intention. And when you're actively procrastinating, it's like you're going against those intentions you're setting, which could be a way to block your manifestations. Another way is just like bad habits in general, like, and like I said, not exactly self-destructive behavior, but things that you just know aren't good for you, things that don't make you feel good, but you end up doing them. And I think a lot of the reasons and in the past when I've like indulged in like negative behaviors or like leaned into bad habits, like, you know, as much as like good things feel good, sometimes bad habits are familiar. And I it's easier to fall back into familiar, like genuinely. And I understand that because I've been there before too. So it's just like um, kind of taking that time and acknowledging that. So 
recap examples of how you could potentially be blocking your manifestations is through procrastinating and just kind of leaning into bad habits when you know that number one, that's not what you want to do. And number two, that like may not be aligning with like your higher self or like the version of yourself that you are trying to become and show up for because you should be showing up for that person and you should be doing that and acting as if like all of these blessings and all these manifestations are yours already because guess what babe they are okay so now that we've covered that what are some ways to unblock yourself like when you're feeling like stuck or just like blah like like I said feelings of existential dread um so the first step is to recognize your unhealthy patterns that is the big thing like once you recognize the pattern, you can be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Here's what I need to stop. I've started doing this thing where wherever like I feel an emotion or like do something that I'm like, oh, that's not really in line with my values. Or that's not really aligned with like what I'm manifesting for myself. I've started this thing where I just stop and I'm like, okay, yes, that action, take that. But like, let's go a little deeper and like take out the emotions that came from that like were you upset were you sad were you disappointed like you know what I mean like unpack those emotions recognize those patterns recognize your triggers like that is what's required and I think once you start to recognize those unhealthy patterns you can stop and just take a full stop and like I said like it will eventually like translate to your manifestations Next up, we have do things that make you happy. Like, I think the worst thing you can do for yourself is be like, okay, well, I've been manifesting and I have my vision board and I have all this other stuff, like make it happen. Like, you know what I mean? And well, I did all the work and like nothing's happening. Like this is a failure. I think that is the worst thing you can do for yourself. Like genuinely, I think that it's not. I think a lot of the time people are like, all right. And like personally, when it comes to me and I, I said this in like the first part of the episode, when I think about like manifesting and like living into your higher self and like your true values and stuff like that, I'm not thinking like the three, three, three method or like writing stuff down on papers. That's not really how I view it. I view it as a mindset. So that's kind of where I'm coming from when I say this. But um, the worst thing you can do is just like sit and wait for your manifestations to happen as if like you don't have a life to live like you know what I mean like you are so blessed there's so much out there like go find what makes you happy and I think for me and for a lot of people like finding hobbies is like a real way to spark joy when you kind of feel like you're in limbo and like your manifestations aren't happening like find other things, find other outlets. Like there are so, there's so much energy and there's just so much stuff on this planet. Like maybe you can gain inspo for something. Like you never know where the universe is taking you. And I think like sitting and being like just idle and like while waiting for your manifestations is literally the worst thing you can do. Like you like creative inspo and everything just comes from the world around you and like you need to embrace that at the end of the day like even when you're not doing that like just do things that make you feel good like have fun like this is not like some scary serious process like life is meant to be lived like have fun find hobbies find things to do (laughs) like um and this kind of leads into my second point is like remember that good things are coming like no matter what happens and this is something like really hard for me and I have to like literally pound this inside my head because it's like 
you know, and I, I know other people relate to this too, but it's like, you feel any form of rejection. You're like, oh my God, the world is over. Like everything's terrible. Like my manifestations aren't happening. Like there's nothing coming my way. Everything's awful. That is not true. And I always like to say rejection is just redirection. And I know that is like, but you know, apply that same energy to myself. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I never want to hear anything of the sort, but just like remembering that like good things are coming your way. Like pay attention to the world around you, like stay in tune and like know that like you are where you are exactly where you need to be doing what you need to do. And all of those unhealthy behaviors, unhealthy habits are just harming you and you don't need to lean into that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you need to do. It is within you. You can do it. Like, you don't need any, like, you don't need you don't need to pay for any like, you know, career stuff or any whatever crash courses people on the internet like sell these days. Like it is within you. Like you've got this. Mind you, I'm not saying you don't need help. Never, ever said that. But what I am saying is that like you have so much energy and so much love and so much joy and so much light inside of you. And I think a lot of the time like we're trying to like find that externally, but just like just remember the good And remember all the good things coming and like remember the good within you first. Okay. And like I just said, rejection is just redirection. And I know a lot of people say that and it doesn't feel good because rejection doesn't feel good in any capacity. But like what is meant for you is not going to leave you. And if it does leave you and pass you by, it wasn't meant for you. Easy peasy. You just have to keep remembering that none of the work you're doing is going unnoticed by the universe and none of it's going unnoticed by, you know, whatever spiritual being you believe in. Like you are on the right path. Keep chugging along. And like, you know, I'm saying this and I like have to like remind myself too because I am not perfect. I am the furthest thing from that. Um, Yeah, perfection. I am the furthest thing from that. But you just have to keep reminding yourself. And um, so this brings me to my next point of like ways that we can remind ourselves things is journaling. And I don't mean just your typical journaling. I've said this before. I personally have like a really hard time journaling, but here are two things that like I've been doing. Um, So one is like expressing gratitude. And I think that's really, really important just in general, Um, expressing gratitude for the life you have right now and expressing gratitude for the life that is coming your way if you're picking up what I'm throwing down. And the way that I do this is like every night, or, you know, whenever I have a minute, I try to do every night, you know, life is life. And I'll just pick like a random topic. So let's say health and wellness. And I will just write down everything I'm grateful for. And the other day I did like body image and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, I start tiny, like very, very basic. Like I started with like, well, I'm grateful for my basic motor skills and that I can afford contacts and that I can wear my glasses. And just like you build and you build and you build and you build until you're just like, well, I Actually, I'm grateful for all of these wonderful things that are happening to me and blah, 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 blah. And it's a way of like expressing gratitude and being like, great, there's all these wonderful things. There's all these wonderful things. And in turn, this is you just like manifesting that dream life. Like gratitude is so important in your manifestations. And I think I'm definitely somebody that can get like in a little complaining trap. And I even said this earlier, like one negative things happens and I can be like, oh my God, the world is ending. And it's so far from that. And I'm really fucking dramatic, but um, like it's just taking that minute and being like, actually, it's not all bad. Take a deep breath. We've got this. Like, you know what I mean? And like I said, express that gratitude. Next up, and I've mentioned this before, 
your affirmations. And one thing that I have learned about writing affirmations is like, there are always like generic affirmations that everybody tells you to write down. And it's like, I am beautiful and I'm smart and I deserve like whatever. There's always like very basic affirmations that like are really good for you to do once you're getting started, like when you're first getting started. So what I've done is like writing affirmations with intention as a way to just kind of be like, okay, like, you know, one, tailor it to me and the life like I live and two, like give myself an opportunity to really, really think about like what I'm trying to reaffirm every single day. Because like I said, all those little subconscious beliefs we have that like whether they were ingrained in us during childhood, during like, um, our lives or just like in general or whether we've told ourselves these beliefs like they took a long time for us to learn and they're going to take a minute for us to unlearn so like through your affirmations and tailoring them specifically to you rather than just like whatever generic ones the internet's telling you is really important and like you know kind of instilling that into you will eventually like you know bring your blessings in because they're there they're like and they're they're waiting to come in like I promise they are right there and then the final thing I do is when I feel like you know I'm kind of like blocking things like blocking like my own blessings or like just not expressing enough gratitude or like you know I feel like things are kind of stagnant and you know I'm back in my existential dread era um so something that like I think is so important is to just no longer compare yourself to people do not compare yourself to people on the internet do not compare yourself to your friends do not compare yourself to your family do not compare yourself to somebody in the same career as you do not compare yourself to anybody point blank period and I know everybody says like you know the only person you have to compete with is yourself or whatever you are on your own journey like point blank period you are a unique being you are beautiful you are groundbreaking you are all of the amazing things that everybody says about you and you are on your own journey like everybody you know what I mean like everybody is just doing their own thing like there's no reason for you to be comparing yourself to anybody in any way shape or form there's no reason to do it because you guys are all on different journeys there's no reason to do it because you guys are all on different energetic planes there's no reason to do it because this person isn't above you and you're not above them no more comparison take all those people that you've got on your little pedestals right off plop them right off because it's it's not necessary. And I think like subconsciously like putting people above you and being like, oh my God, this person's so much better. Or like this is better. Or I'm better. Like, you know, or even like thinking things like that. It's like it's putting you in a position of lack. And you don't need that because you're not lacking anything. Everything is within you. You are not lacking. No. So I just talked a little bit about like unblocking yourself and like really letting those good things flow and like letting that happen. But it's like for me, like I have a hard time like just letting things lie. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like I have a hard time like accepting compliments, letting things lie, being like, you know what? Yes, like I deserve this. Like we're good. We're ready to rock and roll. So like ways that like and I and I'm calling this segment like life after the block, like just kind of like really letting things in is so some ways that I do it is I work extra hard to be very clear and concise about my goals, very clear and intentional about the way that I do things, about the way that I operate. Like, obviously, like I said, I am so far from perfect. It's absolutely insane. Um, but 
something that like I'm really prioritizing, especially this year, is being very clear and concise about my goals and being like, this is what I want. This is how I want to get it. And here's what we're going to do. And a really big part of this for me, um, and I know not everybody operates in this way, but like having a routine is incredibly helpful for me. Having a like, okay, this time we do this and here are all the things I want to do for the day. And obviously like routines are not for everybody, but for me in particular, it's very helpful to just have like, again, set goals and intentions and have things that like I want to do, metrics of my own success, like that are for me, created by me and help me and again surround yourself with like things that make you happy and things as in like hobbies belongings whatever but also people be very very selective about your energy guys and I will say this a million times be so selective about who you let into your home who you let know your goals who you let into your heart who you just let in your space in general like be very selective and I'm not saying go about like not trusting people and you know that's something I struggle with is like learning how to trust people but it's like at the end of the day like Just protect your energy. If there's anything you can pick up from anything that I ever say about anything, because I don't know shit about shit, but you need to protect your energy and do what is required for you to do that. And then another thing that I do is like, you know, kind of like moving through, like, you know, accepting my blessings and like realizing like, you know, my manifestations are right there. Like we're getting there, like we're almost there. And another thing that like I like to look out for, and this is like a lot of fun. Like I just love to look out for angel numbers. I'm like, oh, two, 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 three, 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 four, four, four. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, great. Like they're there. There's evidence. I'm just waiting on it. Like, you know, the way I like saw this forever ago and it was like somebody describing like manifesting and like, you know, feeling very impatient and like potentially like blocking your own manifestations by this like impatience. Um, it was basically somebody saying like, you know, you order something on Amazon and it says it's going to be delivered Tuesday. You probably check once or twice and being like, OK, it's still delivered Tuesday. You're not sitting at your door making sure that it gets delivered on Tuesday, right? Like you're not like checking Amazon every single second and being like, oh my God, this needs to be delivered right now. Like, you know, it's going to be delivered by Tuesday. This isn't something that's like super, like you need right this second. Okay, great. Wait on it. Like it's coming. Like you've got nothing to worry about. And um, so yeah, like that's just a fun little way that like I know good things are coming. I see the little angel numbers everywhere. Like I see little signs from the universe. Like tune in for those, like because they're there. They are everywhere. But that's that for the episode. Like, I think the idea of blocking your manifestations can be, like, demonized a lot of the time. But, like, it doesn't need to be. And I think, like, sometimes you don't even realize, like, how our subconscious beliefs are, like, affecting us. So being able to be like, wait, there's a little thing I'm telling myself that might not be fair and might not be conducive to, like, the environment of growth that I'm trying to cultivate and, like, going from there and being clear about your goals and like doing things that make you happy and just like remembering like good things are coming like it's so so important so this was a lot of fun I loved this episode I love doing this there will probably be a part four at one point I mean honestly guys like it's very rare that I have this like big thought out like plan for like an episode like usually like if it is gonna be like more planned out there it's because there's a guest and fun fact if anybody was wondering we are going to have a guest next week very exciting but usually like when I do a solo episode it's like you know what what am I going to talk about I literally 
this is like the weirdest thing, but I will like go to sleep. I'll set an intention and be like, universe, bring it to me. Bring it to me in a dream. And it does. It always does. So I think that this episode, like definitely I feel like other people needed to hear. Sometimes like I need a little reminder. So that's that. Um, thanks for hanging. Um, so like I said, there's no I'm rattled this week. So we're going to conclude here. Thank you so much for being here. You are worthy of love, happiness, joy, love, light. I am so happy you're here. Thank you to everybody for following along. Thank you to being so for being so patient um, in my little sabbatical and the little February break I took and didn't tell anybody about. Um, just thank you. Thank you a million. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for keeping up on the TikTok. Lots of love. Um, we'll definitely try to be more consistent with episodes, but just like everybody else, a girl needs a sabbatical sometimes. Um, like I said, we are having a guest next week. Watch out for this YouTube video next Monday. Yes. So Monday, what date is that? Monday, the 26th of February is when this YouTube video is coming out. I cannot believe that we are almost in March. Wow. Um, But that's that. Thank you for being here. And remember to spill tea all day. Learn more about yourself. Ask the big questions. And remember not to take yourself too seriously in the process. I'll see you when I see you. Bye.